Hi, and welcome to the show. This is Owner Managed, and I'm Steve Burles. In this episode, I'll be talking to Nick McNally, owner of McNally EV. We'll be discussing the competitive world of electrical vehicle charger installations, how his business is staying ahead of the game, and his plans for the future. Hi, Nick. Hey, Steve. Are you doing all right? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. Um, so wh- why don't we why don't we kind of start off with where where you actually began? Because I know you was an electrician at the beginning. Yeah, I was an electrician who uh, started out, set up my own business, didn't work right well. So with the wife being pregnant, ended up getting a full-time job. Um, Becoming an installations manager where I was set out, uh, one of my tasks was to find another income stream uh, within the electrical side of the business uh, to bring a bit more money in. So I've gone out and researched the EV industry, mm-hmm. uh, took that to my superiors who, who, who didn't like the idea at the time. Um, so when, when was this? What sort of year are we talking about? Uh, this was about five years ago now. All right. So we'd... we'd um, yeah, gone out and researched that and it kind of, yeah, it kind of got to me that he didn't like the idea because mm-hmm. uh, I was so, my heart was set on it, you know, taking off and I was really happy to take it to to my superior and he, he didn't like it. So I basically uh, argued with my wife for a few weeks about setting up again and because I'd failed the first time, she, she wasn't happy with that, especially being pregnant. Uh, after twisting her arm, um, we were actually at a wedding. I would, I was drunk. She was drunk, and we were talking to a guy who happened to be an accountant. Right. <laughs> and uh, he said to us, "Why don't you do it? You know, we'll we'll do a business plan for you, and we'll go from there." So the following Monday, we met up with Joe, right, uh, our accountant, and we went we went from there and set up the business, and it's it's gone from strength to strength. So right, that's that's a really good story, is that? And I think that's what that's what being a startup is is all about in it and kind of jumping in with both feet and you know even though sometimes the wife may be not happy on the decisions we make <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i was excited i think the excitement took over all the all the um you know i didn't think of anything going wrong all i could see were things going right and obviously yeah. you've got to deal with the issues as they go wrong um but it were always good to have a, str- a level head yeah. in the business as well yeah. which was in my wife, really. And the accountant that helped you sort of set this up, is he still, or her, him? Yeah. Is he Joe. still your accountant now? Yeah, and I, and I ring him daily. Good. <laughs> I ring him and ask him the s- s- weirdest of questions, but he's, he's always there to help and, uh, yeah, he's, he's been a big part of the business. Good, good. Well, that's that's what they're there for. So how long has uh, McNally EV been running then? Uh, McN- well, we're actually McNally Electrical Yorkshire Limited and we're trading as McNally EV. Right. So we started... Uh, about f- just well started in installing car chargers because when we left the company um we started to uh wire boilers mm-hmm. um that were on the government funded boilers we did the, the wiring as electricians right um we then we started to get into the ev industry and it um we started doing one job a day uh, one job a week and then it would get to you know five jobs a month and we were excited and then we were doing between 100 and 150 jobs a month. Right. And it kind of took over the, the boilers. So that's in the space of four years. Now we've been doing EV and I think we've, done, we've been training about four and a half years as McNally Electrical Yorkshire. Right. So it's probably safe to say then that with the, the industry of the EV charger installations, it's really kind of gone huge, hasn't it? You know, to go from so many installs up to 150 a month, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean... It did start off, a, you know, the 
first month or so, it were you know I, I was even though I'd set up on my own and we, we started doing the boilers. My wife had seen that we were doing we were, we were being quite successful on the boilers. So mm-hmm. then I was saying you know we're, we're still pushing on the EV and. It, she were putting the handbrake on a bit and saying, no, no, we're not, because it's, it's, it's not taking off, it's not taking off. And then um, we kind of proved that. It, and we did go from strength to strength, like I say, like every month for the first, well, after the first two months, we were established in the, in the EV industry. And then every month after that, we were doing an extra 20 a month. Right. So we were setting on, we were basically setting on a new engineer every two months. Right. Uh, which got a bit scary at times because it becomes, you know, you start to fight with the cash flow issues. Yeah. But because it's it slowly took up to start with, we kind of we kind of got through that. We just had to, do, you know, we had to try different strategies on saving money, and uh, that's when my wife was there were really to keep it, right. stop me spending, and then yeah. uh, and obviously Joe then helping us, telling us, you know, stop spending, start saving, go to the next level, and we have done so. Right. Yeah, it's it's been all right actually. Yeah. So it is. Oh. It really is a high growth kind of business, really, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, to go from um, just you and your wife, uh, and then within five years up to you know the sort of level of, of uh, staff and that that you've got running now, um, it is quite high growth. Do you think? I mean, obviously, I, I know a little bit about the sort of EV industry. Um, do you think it's one of those things where you see a lot of one-man band electricians thinking, oh, well, I, I can wire in a, an EV charger and, you know, going and ordering some of my chargers and then going fitting? Does that happen a lot? Yeah, of course. I mean, we used to, when we when we started, we used to look at other companies that were, you know, offering EV charging and it were electricians, electrical companies offering EV charging as a string to the bow. Um, now you see a lot of one-man bands coming into the industry um, but it's it's you know it's it is it is a trying industry. Everybody wants to be in the industry because it's going so quick. Mm-hmm. But you know you you do a lot of it's government funded, so you're waiting about for money. You do have cash flow issues. It, 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 it you can't hide from the fact that it does have a massive strain. Yeah, on the cash flow, um, and a lot of companies get involved and then they back out straight away or they think oh, I can't do this anymore or mm-hmm. but yeah a lot a lot of one man bands are, everybody's thinking oh you know you, in in every industry you get people think oh wow it's moving quick yeah. I want a piece it's of the money, pie money to they, be made. they jump on the bandwagon mm-hmm. um, and it kind of slows things down for a, the, the you know the, the likes of McNally EV and and other companies in the game that are specialists in, in the industry. Yeah. You know, you get other people coming into the industry and they'll take one or two jobs here and there. And it, it does slow the industry down because mm-hmm. they come and go. Yeah. Um, but it's it's business, I suppose. I think it's in, in every industry. So, yeah. Is it fair to say that, because I remember a few a few uh, years ago, um, there was the whole solar panel thing where you could get solar panels installed on your roof and there was some government grant and you could sign up for it. And and it seemed that there were companies popping up everywhere that bang these solar panels on your roof, do the government grant funding thing, and, and they seemed to be just everywhere. And then the, the government, I think, pulled the funding and then just the bottom fell out of it and then yeah. that were it. Do you think there's a, a risk that this could happen with what you're doing? Or? Um, well, that was one of the things that, Everybody I spoke to when I was thinking about doing this, everybody said the same thing. Oh, it'll be like solar. 
it'll collapse, you know, no one will pick up on it. The one thing that I noticed that no one else noticed was the big companies were getting involved in the industry, the car companies, the OEMs, they were all they were all looking at the new, the next electric car. And now I was thinking to myself, why would a company invest so much money into an industry that could collapse? You know, it's yeah. on the on the solar solar panel side, there were no real great investors in in the industry you know obviously the products that you know I, I just i just can't see this this industry going anywhere fast yeah so i guess if if the government did pull the funding then it would just turn into a you know you would just charge for your services and they would uh, you know the person that wanted installing would just pay for it so that's that's what would happen yeah. basically wouldn't it so yeah of course i mean obviously it's a, it's a great incentive at the moment um from the government for home and at work. Uh, so the message it, is really to, to get it in, installed now before. Yeah, you know. because, yeah, I mean, you get, I think it's £500, 75% of the installation on the home charger up to a maximum of £500. And then on the work charge, it's £500 per socket. So for a double, it's £1,000 off the top line. Um, however, there is additions to the work charger with, with the meter in. Um, but the home charges, yeah, it's fantastic. Once once they once they pull that grant, if the, if the grant stops, then then yeah, it'll, it'll become costly, uh, and then um, manufacturers and likes of myself will have to you, you, know, you have to see where we can lower our costs to uh, to bring the work to keep bringing the work in. Yeah, and I mean we're talking there about the government kind of pulling some of the funding, but I think just this week they've announced they've just ploughed in something like two point eight billion or something to have X amount of charge points on uh, in villages, public roads, on lampposts, that kind of thing. So they're obviously trying to make this happen. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, that's one of the things is um, with electric cars, you know, you can bring out the best electric car in the world, but it's change. Not many people like change. So it's, it's getting the charges in place and getting them, Everywhere you can see is kind of reassuring people that you're not going to run out of electricity when you know miles in your battery, and you're not going to. Uh, and, that, and that's the range anxiety. And that's the yeah, that's the range anxiety. Right, I've heard about that. Yeah. So what what is that? Tell us what range anxiety is. So yeah, well, so basically, I mean, this is how I see it. <laughs> people are scared of you know jumping in an electric car because they don't want to run out of miles, mm-hmm. but yet they'll jump in a petrol car and not be worried. But there's charges. There's as many charges as there in petrol. As there is petrol stations. That's right. now. Yeah. Um, it's just a way. It's just change. It's a way of thinking. I mean, with an electric car, I've got one. I've got a charger at home. You can't put a fuel pump at home. Yeah. So the advantages with the electric car, I can charge it every night. I should never ever run out because mm-hmm. I can charge my car every night. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you know yourself when you wake up on a on a cold wet morning and you've got to go down to a petrol station and start yep. filling up and you think oh do you know what i'll leave it till later on and then and then you've got a chance of getting caught out and uh yeah. not being able to reach a petrol station but at least when you wake up i know i know i wake up and i can check my phone and see that my car's fully charged and turn me eaters on in my car and yep. jump in and away i go yep. so i don't have to worry and you've have you got a tesla yeah 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 what is it model it's a model x model x right very nice car yeah. <laughs> um, and what sort of range has that got? What can you uh, do in it? Realistically, well, it's pushing 300 miles. Right. Um, in cold weather, that does go down a bit. Um, Turn air conditioning on? 
and the air conditioning there that it does does <laughs> like hotels, you know, even even in a in a petrol or diesel car, when you put your foot down you are gonna lose yep. a little bit. Um but yeah, I, there's there's that many charges about and they all on the sat nav as well, you know, they're all factory set into the sat nav. So if I put the trick is to put the sat nav on wherever you go. Right. You know, whether I'm just just going ten miles, twenty miles, whatever, if I just put it into the sat nav then that that'll tell me when I'm ready to charge. Right. It'll so, say, so if it thinks then that you're not gonna make that trip, it will say Yeah. You're not gonna do it, you need to charge up. Yeah, yeah. so it'll say like stay below sixty mile an hour. Right. Um or and it'll it'll actually redirect to a charger. Mm-hmm. So I know if I'm going to London from my house, um it'll tell me it'll be a little bit longer on the sat nav because it's taken me to right. a charger for fifteen, twenty minutes while I've had a coffee mm-hmm. and I've got you know I've got a good charge to get to get to London and, and back. Yeah. So, I think though the, the the trick is with more charging points is is to get the sort of uh, the local councils involved. I think I read um, before we did post, this podcast. I think Leeds at the moment is probably one of the worst in the UK for actual electric charge point. You know, locations. It's actually quite yeah. difficult to find charge points in Leeds, which is amazing. So they say, yeah. I mean, they have they have. Uh, they have announced that there is some funding for uh, workplace charges right. um, in Leeds. I can't, I couldn't tell you exactly what that is because I ain't got it in front of me. But yeah, that was uh, that was a recent announcement. Right. Um, but it's it's certainly somewhere that, that that will need them. You know, as as electric, a lot of people are going electric. It's it's the sort of city driving that um, they need. They're going to need places. To drive, you know, there's a lot on services. Everybody looks at charges in services, but it needs to be in places where people are going on a daily basis. You know, you don't. I mean, I certainly don't go on a motorway every day. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go on a motorway just to charge. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think like restaurants on, on if the councils can, you know, start putting them in on the lamp posts and you know, the street charges, then that, that's fantastic because wherever you park, you can charge it straight away. It, I mean, Steve, if I said to you, everywhere you can park in Leeds, you can charge, or Bradford, you can charge, yep. it certainly open your mind to even at least considering an yeah. electric car. And it's got to be an incentive for your, I don't know, golf clubs, country estates, pubs, hotels, to install an electric charge point because that's going to bring people into your business isn't it whether they're staying overnight or whether they're popping in for a coffee or yeah if there's a charge point it's likely they're gonna they're gonna stop yeah i mean i've just i've recently taken up golf um i mean i'm loving it pretty good to be fair <laughs> but no it's 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 one of them where you, it's if i can go to to a golf club golf course and uh, play golf for four hours that's four hours charge that's yeah. nearly enough for a full charge there on, on, a, on a trickle charge you know if i'm getting if it's a you know if it's a the fastest single phase charger does about thirty miles an hour. If right. I can get, I mean, thirty miles is, is enough for, you know, the average road user does twenty one miles a day. So mm-hmm. so if you could get in four hours, if you get an hundred twenty mile, it's, yeah, it's not too bad at all. No. Just one to once a week you can charge it. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, let's just talk about the kind of take up of electric vehicles because there's there's conflicted views that I'm hearing and some people are going because um, as you know I've got hybrid so I've got an outlander so I'm not quite there yet I've got petrol and I've got electric and I'm really enjoying it I really am 
but there's there's people out there that saying the hybrids are actually um, pausing the transition to full electric. And I think because of that range anxiety, there'll be possibly more take up of hybrid vehicles before we actually get to the electric. Do you think that's think that true? Um, not really. I mean, you've got to go, if you're going to go electric, go all electric to, for me. Um, it is scary, even though I've gone fully electric, it was scary when I went fully electric. And I, my wife's got a, a fully electric car. Our pool car's fully electric. You know, and we've even got a, a, a camper van that we converted to electric. Right. And I always think to myself, what if they never had charge? Which one could I jump into if I, if I had to nip to London? But it, we, it doesn't ever happen that way. Mm-hmm. When you've got a hybrid car, you're getting, you're getting half of each. You're not getting, you know, you're not getting a petrol or a diesel. Yeah. Or electric, you're getting half of each. So you don't get as many miles. So it's, mm-hmm. not, so it's worthless on electric. Mm-hmm. So you're not really... And then... It's it's just a bit of I don't know. I, obviously, it's where people want to go because they think they've got that backup. Yeah, you know. If, but then again, it's going to cost you more in petrol to, mm-hmm. you know, because you're going to be on. Pet, I think I think they. I don't know if you quote me on this, but I think when you go over a certain mile an hour in the in the Outlander, it switches to to, to petrol. Is it right? does the electric um, will go up to I think eight eighty three miles an hour. So. Oh, yeah. If we stick into the um, national speed limits, oh, right. then we should be all right. <laughs> but yeah, 83 miles an hour, the uh, the petrol engine will kick in. And I have noticed it only works for certain people, um, depending on what range you're yeah. going to do. I mean, so, how, many, how many miles do you do there, Steve? Well, the Outlander will do, I think, 28 miles on electric, yep. which is nothing compared to your, what is it, 300 or something like that. Yep. Um, but from my house to the office and back... It works. And that is my so how did you usual trip. 100% well, because electric. I'll be doing that next time. We'll be doing that next time. Um, so, yeah, you've, you've, you've sold me. Yeah. Um, I've got to talk a little bit about, because I'm, I'm, I've not actually done this yet. I've not actually pulled into, you know, a service station or a cafe or something and actually plugged my car in and charged it up while I've had a coffee. Uh, I am off to Scotland next week, so... I will probably have to do that at some point as I'm kind of going up there. Now, I do see a lot of um, issues with doing that just from, I see a lot of people parking the car in the electrical charging bay and then leaving the car like kind of all day when really it needs to only be plugged in for 20 minutes or an hour or something like that. I think that's something that we're all just going to kind of get used to or there's going to be some disputes and, you know, people kicking off and that kind of thing until that kind of sorts itself out. Have you had any experiences of that? Yeah, I have. Um, I mean, I, I stick to the Tesla chargers when I go on the, on the, on the motorways. Um, my wife, she'll, she'll try all different types of chargers and it, it seems that there is, there is a bit of confusion as to, and, you, and it needs to be monitored how people charge and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we look, we look at ways we can. We can look at things. We've we brought out parking badges you can put on your car, so you can you know, yeah, put your number on there. People can text you and say, "Listen, I need a charge. Yeah, just got here. Yeah, how long have you got? Basically, yeah. But it's trying to get a, an EV community. There's quite a lot of forums and ways you know that they talk about ways to do it. But there, you are going to get that one person who parks there and just nips off and ends up doing a full day shop. Yeah. 
and then comes back and there's no and, and you, do, you see loads of you see a lot of it happening right. yeah. you know they call it icing where you get a you know a normal combustible car in a, in a yeah. EV bay right when obviously not charging because yeah, they but they're just, yeah. just blocking them on purpose that's that's that can be frustrating even when I'm not charging if I go into a car park and I see that someone else is in it and they're not an electric car yeah. it does wind me up but it's it's one of them that it's it's changed and people get used to and there will be ways of monitoring it um I mean there's there's ways of monitoring parking now when we've with, with CCTV mm-hmm. you know they monitor you your uh, registration number and they know how right. long you've parked and then you get a fine. Right. I think that sort of stuff will, will come in for yeah. EV charges or it has to come in because you're right, it, there is a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are going a long way and you are fully electric and you do pull into a service station and you've got to wait there two hours just to get a space, yeah. I can imagine it's it's not worth doing in that respect. But no. it's... But I think it is, it's one of those growing industries in it and we're kind of in the middle of it and... Yeah, it's, it's going to take a while for everybody to kind of get on board with it. It's teething problems. I mean, obviously, there isn't as many charges put in at service stations as there possibly will be in the next couple of years because people didn't. When we speak to people now from restaurants that say, you know, come and I want I want charges put in. The, the one thing they say is, let's just put one in mm-hmm. and see how we get on. Right, and that's I think that's kind of how some service stations have worked. You know, let's put one or two charges in, see how we get on. Yeah. So over the next sort of three or four years, you're going to see a lot more charges going in yeah. to the to same service stations that we've got one or two mm-hmm. to cater because the majority of cars will become yeah. EV, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Um, and as you know, I'm uh, massively into my uh, motorbikes and stuff. So I'm, I'm looking at, you know, what's going on in that world in terms of full electric. And there's a few, bits and pieces going on you know there's a lot of sort of trials bikes and stuff which are full electric and um there's a couple of companies working on sports bikes at the moment that are full electric so there's that whole world as well and how do you charge that up yeah and how's I mean, that going to work I, and I, did, I did hear i don't know how true this is but harley davidson are bringing a fully electric motorbike out so right. it's good to see that but mm. yeah everything yeah. It's, it seems to be the way forward for every vehicle i think it does so uh, just going back to uh, to the business then so what's the kind of plans for the future so you've you've been in business for 5 years now you've you've built it up you're up to 100 plus installations where where do you actually go from here now uh just keep going i suppose i want to you know we cover the whole of the uk northern ireland um we want to get into dublin uh and possibly gibraltar and just just get our, uh just get the company out there try and do you know, get onto the more commercial sites um, and, and possibly set up our own network of charge points where, you know, we, we can... Because as an EV driver, we're, we're researching it on a daily basis, both myself and my wife, and the daily struggles mm-hmm. of of charging, such as, you know, going to a charge point where there's a nice car park there. We see this, so I don't know, Maybe maybe we have... We have some plans going forward to try and help the EV driver and uh, come up with something else that's going to help us as well. So mm. that would yeah. be good to bring to the business. But 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 his main focus is just to keep building, um, and and yeah, it, yeah, just keep. If we can double his resources in the next couple of years, I'll be happy, man. Yeah. 
Very good. Uh, well, it's definitely an industry that's not going to disappear overnight, is it? It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But I guess from that point of view, it, it just means there's going to be more competitors coming on board and that's probably going to be quite a challenge of um, having to deal with, you know, a lot of other people in that same pool. Yeah, the, you know, there is a lot of people that get into the industry and I don't blame them. You know, I, I saw something, you know, back four and a half years ago, I saw something, well, five years ago, I saw some of that, you know. Yeah. I wanted to kick off and I did what everybody else did is doing now, you know, to see some of it. Um, and there's going to be enough work out there for everybody because it, it, it is getting getting that way. Yeah. Um, well, everyone's got a car or yeah. every family's probably got two, you know, yeah. three, four cars, haven't they? Well, that's it, yeah. And, the, you know, the government keep making announcements and stuff that, that I think are uh, a long way off. But if they do... If they do pull through, when then, you uh, say announcements, do you mean like you know we're going to be uh, so so many electric cars on the road by twenty twenty five that that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, they've they they said some big shouts out there. I mean, for twenty, you know, twenty forty, there's going to be no combustible engine cars being you know manufactured, which I think they need, I think there will be. Um, they're just going to make it a lot harder to 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 drive them in cities and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then you've got to wonder what's going to happen with the uh, with the oil industry at that point. You know what I mean? When everybody doesn't want petrol to run their cars, <laughs> what's going to happen then? Well, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. No, this is it. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I always like to uh, to end these just asking about you know what you're doing in your spare time. You've already mentioned that you're a keen golfer. Are you actually any good at it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that everyone asks about golf? Are you any good at it? They always say no. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I played, I played football, played at nice standards when I played football. Um, I retired and thought, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play golf because I have to. I couldn't, I can't sit still, so I've got to do something. So I started playing golf. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, but I'm just, uh, I've got one goal, and that's to become good. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh air is good. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Uh, where so where have you where have you played golf? Have you played any any good courses or? Um, well, I have a friend, uh, he lives in Marbella, he's a right. professional golfer, so I got, when I've been out to see him, I've played at some good courses out there, um, I'm a member at Keithley, mm-hmm. and I think it's, from some courses that I've uh, played at locally, I think it's one of the, well, definitely the best course I've played on locally. At Keithley, so yeah. Yeah, I'm looking to get, be a member there. Right. But yeah, yeah, enjoy it. Very good. good. Well, all the best with that, and uh, all the best with the business, and if you want to find out more about uh, what Nick does, you can go to uh, uk and find out more about um, how he installs uh, chargers. Um, so thanks very much for coming on today. No worries. Nick. Thank you very much for the invite. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. If we helped you with anything, please leave a comment. And if you would like to continue listening, please subscribe and feel free to pass on to a friend or colleague. This has been Owner Managed.